Hola, y'all already know what it is, your boy, y'all call what it do, the outlet to reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago, what up, this is the place where you want to hide from your drama, or maybe hide from your baby mama, aha, just kidding, tu quieres cambiar tu vida, if you want to change your life, then subscribe, Cha-ching. and by the way guys, I just published my first book called Shabbat in Chicago, it's out on Amazon, it's about an audacious single mom, who opens her heart and home to five adopted kids. And today, guys, we have a very, very special guest. Y'all not going to believe this. This is one of my closest friends. So I had to bring her on the show. The one and only. And not only that, she is an inspiring professional dancer. Man, this girl has so much talent. Give it up for the one and only, Benet. What's up, what? <laughs> Pleasure being here. Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. Much love. Much love. <laughs> so look, um, I'm really happy you're here. You know, it was so hard to get you, and now I finally got you on the show. So I do want to share like a story for my audience and my fans to, you know, get to know us a little bit more and you. So basically, I went to a social dance event. It was at Broadway, one of the biggest spots in Vegas. And I go there, you know, I, I like to dance and, you know, break it down with the. And so Benet was there. My boy Tony was there. And I, I didn't know Benet. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know her. And I saw her. She was breaking down her moves, powder, pop, pop, when she heard. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, damn, she know it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she was breaking it down. And I remember I met her there. Really cool people. Tony was like, hey, man, this this is Benet. This is when they first, first started to like really like I knew I knew my, my boy Tony. He was feeling Benet. He was just like, you know, this was the first stage. You know, they had our, their first date. So they were, you know, building progressing you know what I'm saying? and it was just so cute and i was like man i think this is and i told my boy tony one time we were driving right i'm like hey homie and this is like a couple i'm going a little further in the story but like like we were driving i think he picked me up and i told tony brother and we were just having a deep conversation about benet and he goes bro i think i, I really like her bro i said bro look if she's the one she's the one you know you gotta stay with her, and then next you know it's been a minute now. How long y'all been? How long we talking? I wanna say two years and like uh seven months or so. I, I, Tony is the one that knows the dates, <laughs> but yes, two years and like seven months. Wow, that's crazy. That's a long yeah. time. That's a, you. You He's guys a beat guy. my record. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and girl, what about you? Any story you could think of, like? When we first met, do you remember any any other memory? I mean, it's rare when you find someone in Vegas that knows how to dance cumbia. So being able to dance with you that day, I was like, yes, like finally someone that knows how to dance cumbia because we had fun with it. That's the thing. Like I absolutely love dancing, but the, the main thing for me is having fun, especially social dancing. If I'm too much in my head, then I'm not gonna enjoy it. And when it comes to cumbia, I can just let it like let go and be free. And you let go just as much as I did. So just have fun. Um, that and I also remember I you went to one of my performances and you complimented me and it just it was really great. Your energy is just awesome. So how could I forget someone like you? 
I'm sweet. I'm sweet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, that means a lot. You know, I love cumbia. You know, especially the. You oh, know, you... cumbia just hits different. Oh, oh, it is funny because when I first met you, reason I thought you were like from El Salvador or somewhere in the the Caribbean, and I'm like Tony. I like, get everywhere. Everywhere. I like Tony. Everywhere. Right. I say Tony. This whole time, I didn't know she was Mexican. You know what I'm saying? I had no idea. And I was like, man, I'm I'm even shocked. And I, I literally, I think I just found out like maybe two or three months ago, knowing you for a minute now, I, I didn't know that. I was like, damn, I, I got a lot to catch up. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot to catch up. Yeah, I think you mentioned you thought I was from Ecuador. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ecuador. Yeah, I think I said that, yeah. So it was it was amazing, but you're really cool people as well. And and please, I want the fans to get to know you about your background. If you were born and raised in Vegas, and like, you know, tell us tell us like your life that we, we don't know about. You know, spill the beans. Of course. Um. So I was born in Mexico. Um. Uh, I was brought here when I was eight. Uh. Well, actually, seven. Turned eight here within a month. Um, and I came here with the idea of like following the, the American dream. Um, I remember the first attempt I did get stopped by immigration, not just me, but my, my mom did. Um, and it was not easy sitting down as a seven year old in an office where they're telling you, you can't get through that. You're not allowed to come into the United States. I remember sitting there and really like wanting to speak up because i'm not the type of person to just sit down but as a seven-year-old i was like well why like we want we're not going to do anything harmful we just want to come and work and do the best that we can to to move forward and this was a seven-year-old <laughs> so wanting to speak up at that moment and knowing that i couldn't um truly sucked but my mom didn't give up she knew that she wanted to bring us here to give us better opportunities my myself and my brother and so um, she was persistent, got us the opportunity to move, uh, to finally come here to the United States. Um, it was, it was difficult because she had to separate us, my brother and I. She left me with a family she didn't really truly know. Um, and although it was scary, she put the trust um, in God that I would be okay. And she took the the Rio Grande to get here to the United States with my little well, my my older brother. Um, so he, they went through the difficult part. I, on the other hand, um, came with three older girls. I think one was like over 18, the other one was like 12, 13, and then I was me that I was seven. Um, and all I did was like present a passport and said I was, I don't even remember the name, but some other girl. And they're like, so what are you coming to the United States for? We're going to McDonald's. So <laughs> the idea was that I was coming to McDonald's and I then went to McDonald's, spent about three days, and then I finally saw my mom again. So it was a scary situation, especially because you don't know the people and I'm seven years old, but I knew in my heart that I was gonna see her again um, and that it was for the better of it all, just to have these opportunities. Um, a few years ago, uh, back in 2012, Obama actually uh, provided us with the uh, DACA, um, which is the Deferred Act for any immigrants that were underage or that were brought here um, when they were little. And so with 
thankfully with that, I've had the opportunity to go to UNLV, graduate from UNLV and um, work. So I am a dreamer and that's what you call a dreamer is someone that came here as a young adult, uh, as a young adult or as a kid um, and has a dream in the United States and we will do everything because we don't get the same opportunities. Therefore, we're going to work hard for them. Right. Um, so that's how I, I identify myself. I identify myself as a dreamer. Ooh, it's deep. I love it. I love it. I got to be honest. You're my, technically, you're my third, from all my podcasts I've done, you're my third guest as a DACA, a, you know, DACA student, a dreamer. And I love it because you guys are like fighters. You know, I try to tell people and, and a lot of people that don't ever experience immigration or how to get citizenship, they think it's easy that you just take a citizenship test and that's it and don't work like that it's a whole process mm -hmm. lawyer it's a lot of paperwork documents proof it's just so much stuff and i gotta be honest with you i have so much respect for y'all and i mentioned this last time on my other podcast with my one of my brothers that there's a famous book that i highly recommend everybody to read so mice and men by john steinbeck we read that in high school but he read, he actually wrote another book, Tortillas Flat. And that book, not a lot of people read about, but that book talks about, it was like one of the first earliest books that was written by a white man that he basically said in, in the book and in, in, in like the main premise, the idea, the philosophy of the book and the message was that he personally believed that Mexicans were heroes to America. It was the coolest concept, and I love it because I'm like, yo, I'm half Mexican, you know. Got to represent my people too, and it was That's just right, right. You know what I'm saying? He talks about their hard worker, very like close with the family. Like you don't really, we don't get a lot of credit, and I think it's beautiful that he said that. And um, yeah, I just your story is amazing. Like I'm gonna be honest. Girl, for you, like telling me this part of the story, I did not know about you. Like that right there, girl. I mean, I think not only you a dreamer, you a warrior. I, I got to say that too, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you went through a lot and it's so dope. You got to see your mom. And can I ask you a personal question? Did are you, who and your mom like very, very close now? Ever since whatever? Oh, yes. I mean, my, me and my mom have a completely like interesting relationship just like most like mothers and daughters do um we tend to butt heads a lot but i mean the love is just there it's ultimate it's not unconditional as it should be so yes me and my mom have i've i've grown to appreciate the person that she is and she is a very different person than i am but at the same time she's helped me um move and um move forward and at the same time accept myself for who i am which is something that she is. She's not afraid and not embarrassed to be who she wants to be. That's so dope. That's beautiful. I love that. Now, I do want to shift a little bit, right? There's a movie right. that this is crazy that I, we, we well, hang right. out. Right. You remember you, me, Tony? And we're just chilling, eating tacos, you know? And this was probably like on a weekday. And you brought it up or I brought it up. No, you actually did. You said they I did. brought it up, yeah. Right. You're like, have you heard about the secret? I'm like, wait, what? You know the secret? Now, for those who don't know, the secret, it first came out as a book and then a movie, a DVD. And it was by Rhonda Bryan, something like that. I forgot how to say her last <laughs> name. 
and she came up with this whole this is so cool has like famous philosophers and teachers like bob proctor rest in peace my brother and a lot of great people and i was shocked that benay knows this film because i'm gonna be honest this movie i do not share with anybody because the movie has helped me in so many ways financially spiritually um emotionally um anything you could think of it's just it's wild so benay i want to hear your perspective first about what you got from the secret and how it has actually like the things you learn it happens to your life of course um so one thing the reason i brought it up first is because i see the way you live your life um and i was like there is no way there is no way he doesn't know about the secret like i can see it in you uh, so to expand on what the secret is um and i should probably mention how it, I, it came to me is that in middle school or actually in high school um mr garnica is his name and i'm not gonna forget his name unfortunately i just haven't reached out to him nor have i been able to find him on social media but in high school towards the last days of um of school he said hey so we have a secret i have this secret that i want to share with you guys but you have to earn it um so i remember i was like i need to know what the secret is like what is the secret so he made it so like it was a contest uh, i believe of some like test or something and whoever got the highest score was going to be the one that got the secret so i i went all in i was like i need to know what the secret is um he was a boxer or he is a boxer or was i'm not sure if he's still a boxer but he at the end when i got the selected he gave me a small keychain um that was a boxing glove and inside the boxing glove he had a list of things that i need to do or like pursue as an adult and i'm talking like i was a sophomore in high school so it had um ways to like save money what i should be doing with um the decision makings it was it was a great list but the most important thing inside that little um boxing glove was that there was a usb drive inside that usb drive was the movie the secret oh. So I went home, I put it on my computer and I watched The Secret. And I can now say that in the last 10, 11 years that I've known The Secret, I've used it in my life throughout. Now, putting a lot of uh, like span on The Secret and The Secret is the law of attraction. And I would love to share this because I feel like everyone should be able to know the power of um, the law of attraction. Um, the law of the attraction is knowing what you want, truly believing that you can have what you want, receiving what you wanted, and then being grateful for it. Um, that's the way that I see it. Uh, throughout my life, I do know that I've used it. Um, um, I would say since then, I would always work on poster boards where I have an idea of what I want say I want a house, I want to graduate from um, UNLV, I want to find my career, I want to get to a certain place in my career in a certain amount of years, um, find the love of my life or the, the partner that I truly want in my life. And I believe that for every one of those things that I put in my view span and said, this is what I want, thankfully because of the secret, and that I truly believe that I not only deserved it, but I was capable of capable of getting it. Um, 
I was able to attract it and, and have it now. Um, so I would say one of the one example that actually came up recently was um, when I got my house. So I remember one of the things that I had on my poster board that year was that I wanted a house and I wanted to learn how to ride a bike. So I learned how to ride a bike. I took, uh, and by bike, I mean motorcycle. <laughs> I should probably oh, mention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to learn how to ride a motorcycle. So I decided to go take the classes, got my motorcycle li license. I even had a helmet and I went to Harley Davidson. I was ready to buy that bike. And I'm sitting on the motorcycle and I'm like, wow, like I really see myself on this motorcycle. Like I'm ready to take this home. I see the price and I'm like, hold up. Like, what else was on my poster board and how much does this mean to me? So I'm like, I did say I wanted to learn how to ride a motorcycle, but I never said that I wanted to buy one. And I did say that I wanted to buy a house. So what are my priorities and what do I truly want? So from that moment, I turned around and I called my um, realtor um, and she picked up and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to buy a house. and. It only took a few months. I mean, it's a it's a new build, so it did take a whole year to have the house. But at that moment, I realized, you know what? What am I scared of? What is stopping me now? Like, this is the moment. I'm, I had the money to buy a bike. Why not put a down payment for a house? So. That's beautiful. It's, it's one of those things that if you know what you want and you have to be specific, like, you have to truly know what you want in order to believe that you can have it and then get it but one of the things that one of the steps a lot of people forget is that you also have to be grateful because if you forget to be grateful one of the um, examples that the movie comes up with is like when you have a boyfriend and your boyfriend gives you flowers if you show gratitude then they're gonna notice that hey she liked the flowers i'm gonna get her more flowers or i'm gonna get her more gifts then they're gonna do it more because you're showing gratitude. But if you don't show gratitude that you or appreciation, then they're not gonna continue doing it. And that's kind of how the secret works. You have to be grateful for what you receive as well as what um, you're asking for. Oh, oh, that was good. I love it. Look, I gotta be honest. So, so deep. I, I really I appreciate you sharing that. I don't be honest, fans out there. Benay, she's a very smart girl because. We had a really uh, interesting conversation the moment she bought the house. I call her up, and she doesn't like texting. The, I'm going to be honest. She's not a texter. <laughs> she only likes when someone calls. So I called. We had, like, a really deep conversation, and I was like, yo, Benet, I think you should rent out the house and have people move in. And you're like, we were just talking. You're like, man, that's not a bad idea. I said, no, for real. You young. You could do it. And I said, you're going you're gonna to make some cash flow. Like, money's going to go in your pocket. And I was so happy. We had that conversation, right? Next you know, Benet tells me, yo, I rented out the house. I was like, And I'm so proud of her because oh, that shows she's ready to be the next level. Like, now she's like a, you could say, an entrepreneur. Like, she's now making her own decisions managing is just a wonderful thing and i'm so proud of you and i, I want to say something too so for me right the secret dun, 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 dun. so the secret brought into this right uh same high school 
I was a freshman. My dad showed it to me. Actually, my father, this is one of the, one of the teachings I learned from him. He shared it with me, the secret. He's like, look, I need you to read the book. I said, dad, I don't want to read this book. It's boring. We went to Barnes and Noble. I said, man, dad, I don't want to read no book. I want to watch a movie. He goes, no, this, this secret is going to show you everything you need to know about the life. I'm like, man, I ain't think about life. And so it was so funny. We argued. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to skip the book. I'm going to watch the movie. So I watched the movie. Then I read the book. I did it backwards. <laughs> I said, yeah, then I finished the book. <laughs> and I, I, I watched it. And I'm going to be honest. One of the most powerful things I learned, and I shared this with you too and Tony, that it talks about, you know, it does say gratitude. It says that a quote that I remember was, your thoughts become things so whatever you believe and you manifest it it's gonna happen you know it's gonna take time it's not when you want it it's when the universe allows it or god right allows it and it's mm -hmm. so true even when you pray right i'm a very spiritual person when i pray right i get real personal and it's my you know in my free time i could be watching tv but i want to pray so i'll pray when i'm sad i'm mad I'm happy, but I let it out. And when I pray, you know, I pray for my friends, my family. I always want to bless them, too, because, you know, if I just pray about me getting better, whatever, I'm just being selfish. So I, I like to pray for those I love, too. And it's really true. The secret talks about this, too. When you pray, right, and you believe it, and it's so true because... I always tell people this, you know, some people are like, man, it's so hard to like follow God or, or so hard to be a good person and I don't get no results. And I tell them, look, I'm going to be real to my brother or my sister or whoever. I say this, this ain't no commercial. You know how the commercial, remember when you go outside the window, it used to be it's my money and I want it now. You remember that? That is an old right, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell them it's not, is that's not how the universe works. It takes time. It takes patience. It's going to happen. Um, but people are just afraid to, to take that extra step, you know, um, you, you feel me? And when I, when I used to walk, right, I used to walk. Actually, let me tell you how my day was in high school. I actually remember like it was a, a traditional practice. So when I woke up, I used to go running. And before I went running, I actually wrote down a piece of paper how I wanted my day to be. And I wrote it out. This is how I want my day, you know. And at that time, you know, your boy... I was just so happy to be in, in high school. I used to be like, I want every girl in this school to like me. Something like that. I was I was trying to be a gangster, okay? And I was like, uh-huh, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so I went running, right? I went running. And the moment I finished my run, I did like about six miles. I ran like four in the morning. And after my run, my feet is a little tired. And I started walking. And I take my time, like I appreciate the moment to be able to walk. And I, I will say to myself, I'm grateful I could walk, that I did my run. I love seeing all the grass around me and that the sun is coming out 
and all the plants are getting their photosynthesis right. They're getting right. fed by the sun. And I used to say that, and I'm like, thank you that I can have, I can breathe, I can have oxygen. You know, I started saying that, and my whole mindset was different. And so it, it is powerful. I 100% believe that the secret works. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. This is another story, right? So I, you know, they do mention this in The Secret where there was this guy who was uh, homosexual and he got bullied in his job. I don't know if you remember that part. part. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And everybody would make fun of him. And he didn't feel, he felt like he wasn't like in a safe place anymore. He didn't, he wasn't happy at work. He complained. He was going through a lot. So he messages his professor, remember? He's like, Professor, what happened to me? I'm, I, you know, this happened, this happened. And the professor was hearing it. And he said, look, everything you're writing down is everything that you're, I understand you're, 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 you're not in a happy space, but you're putting too much energy towards this negative thing that's going on in your workplace. Mm -hmm. How about start changing your your phrases, your words, and, and put more passion to it? So he's like, you know what? You're right. So he started typing, right? I'm going to have a, a good day. Uh, my comedy is going to get better because he did stand up. And next you know, you remember that, right? He goes back to school, uh, back to work. And all the people that used to work there, they don't work there no more. People started to say hi to him. Even when he did his stand up. People will laugh at his jokes. So he felt appreciative and he realized that by him changing his his mindset, right? Instead of thinking negative, right? But start thinking, what am I grateful around me? And start thinking positive. You change mm -hmm. your attitude. And it's so true. It's hundred percent. I believe it. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm gonna tell you another story. This is a real story. True story. True story. One more, one more. So when I, I, um, you know, I, I used to work at this place and I had a bad experience, um, with my old boss and I mentioned this in the podcast, we got into it so many times and I, I would pray about it. I said, God, I know I'm asking for patience, but that's a lot of patience I gotta have because me and him, we were getting into it. Like we were going to fight. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it got like every day. And I wasn't doing nothing bad. I was just doing what I do best. I, I'm just I'm just good at my job. But it, it's hard when someone has an ego so high and, you know, when they don't like you, it's even harder. So I felt like Kenny Tough is getting out of control, right? And I'll pray about it. Like, God, help me out. I even talked to my mentor, my rabbi. I need help. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I I, I might lose my job. Like, I don't know. There's so, so many things going in my head. And my my mentor told me, he goes, you know, sometimes in life, you're going to see by you focusing on yourself, on God, on on doing what you got to do, see God's going to have your back. He's going to, and he shared me with a story. He said that he had someone who gave him a hard time. It's kind of similar, but a different scenario. And the guy mm -hmm. stopped working there. He left. So crazy thing. My boss got fired. And like he left. 
it was just crazy. Everything was changing. So I, I had to share that. But th that's how you know the secret is real. Now, girl, I know the time is, is almost. We got like 10 minutes left. But I know. I we don't have enough time for this. I feel like I, it's so much more. I got sad. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, I do want you to share, if you can, about this performance you're about to do on Saturday called uh, the the Grinch that stole Silas. Right? right? Please, please tell me more. Tell I'm me. very excited. Um, it's gonna be one of my first performances with Joy Dance. I will be dancing with uh, Tony and also on my own. Um, it's if you haven't seen the movie, I'd re highly recommend watching the movie. It's a great story about how. Um, Basically, in this case, he will be stealing salsa, but he then will be falling in love with salsa. Um, and we will be showing him how salsa uh, brings joy to us. So in this scenario, we will be all performing. We'll have uh, little kids dancing um, ballet and we will be dancing salsa. So it's going to be December 23rd and we will have two performances, one that p one. One would be at 1 p.m. and the other one at 6 p.m. And we are currently selling tickets. So um, hopefully you can share my my account and or it's at VNA619. And you can reach out to me and I'll get you guys some tickets. Should be fairly exciting, though. It's a good show. It will be at the Summerlin um, Library. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, and please yes. tell me, how did you get this opportunity? I want to know, how, how did you get it? Oh, man. So... Dancing was something that was in my life when I was little in Mexico. My dad's a professional dancer in Mexico and he performs. Um, so when I was little, I've always been like, okay, I want to perform someday. Someday I want to perform. Um, I did spend six years of my life not doing anything that I truly enjoyed. I was stuck in a situation that I was not happy with. Thanks to God and knowing that I did no longer want to be there. I was able to get myself out of that situation and started to pursue the things that I truly do enjoy, which dancing was one. That's how I met Tony too. Um, but once I started dancing, I gave myself the time to really improve and be comfortable with myself to be able to perform. So my first time performing was at with Rhythms and I absolutely love that studio. Um, but then I met um, Paula and Jimmy at Jordance and I just see them, I look up to them and I hopefully at some point we could get as good as them if not better and maybe even um at some point teach cumbia which would be great but performing now it's 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 dreams so i'm just excited to be able to do that in front of a crowd um and i will have lots of friends like david that will be there and i will give it my own so yeah i love it i can't wait i can't wait I to see it I did want to go back to the the the, um, the trash uh, the, the secret. Um, one of the things that I do go by is faith, and for me, um, although I'm not the most religious and I, I am Catholic, um, for me it's faith. Uh, one of the the things that I kind of wanted to read, and I I just saw a friend, which is funny because I brought this up to her. I saw a friend that I haven't seen in eight years, and we kind of just started talking again, and she shared it with this with me so um it says now faith is the assurance of things um hoped for the conviction of things not seen so i think that's very true is that we hope for something and even though we don't see it because we know that it's possible and it's there and that we want it we 
don't only just need to want it. We need to have faith that it will be brought to us and that it will come to us. So that's why I also, one of my strongest words, if not my, my favorite word is faith, because you, you truly have to believe. Um, and for that, you need faith. Wow. Oof. I love it. Snap your fingers. There you still. Hey, I love it. I love it. That was deep. That was deep. Oh, man, girl. Look, while I'm about to wrap it up, guys, this is the outlet to reality. The oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! And don't forget to check out my book called Shabbat in Chicago. It's out on Amazon. And y'all know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, the outlet to reality. My Snapchat is take one pass it. And my TikTok is at Yakov28. And Benay, where can my fans find you again? Uh, Instagram at Benay619. The only social media that I have, but you'll see me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>